Hi, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Scottish Syndrome Podcast. I am your host, Ben Gilman. As always, I'm joined by a man who always stops and laughs at the police because they still haven't figured out where all the dead bodies are hidden. It's Tom Hill. And they never will. Can I just ask you a question? Do you watch How to Get Away with Murder and just take <laughs> notes and just laugh? I, no, you're doing you it wrong. You should know that I watched How to Get Away with Murder because I brought it to this podcast. <laughs> I know, but do you just watch it so that you laugh? At the nah, they're amateurs, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm also joined by a man who today sent me the first episode of the House of Animation podcast. Really Ooh. exciting. The Murray knows he hadn't put the fucking intro music in it. It's Tom, it's Troy Salmon. Oh my God, that intro is different horror. What the hell was that, man? Come on, come on. <laughs> I mean... I'm trying to do like a natural one, and as you may notice, uh, Dan Rudge is not with us today. I have I have heard though that he is off with a placard saying never watch the fucking watch. He's trying to get <laughs> really not watch that. It's important. Oh it my god! Really, really doesn't want you to watch the watch. So we're going to set up a GoFundMe so that we can bring that show down. <laughs> Dan's got you know what? Just just for sake, I might just watch the watch. Are you suggesting he's going up and down the country with a placard, just yeah. running up and down the roads, <laughs> shouting? I can see him doing it, like, just like a um, Forrest Gump style. You know what I mean? Running up and running down the <laughs> You said that, not me, man. <laughs> Jenny, um, how are all you guys doing this week? How is everything? Oh man, I'm good. I'm doing good. You know, I was knackered before, but the energy's back. Now this podcast hits. I'm on. I'm on. Yeah, we can't get rid of you now. Damn we right. We're here every fucking week, aren't you? Yeah, right. no, we used to complain about him not being here. Who what knew we'd that? be pining for those days? <laughs> Let's have it. Just because we're going to let the listeners in on something, dear. The original plan why Dan came on was to try always have a three-man booth because Troy was always busy. But it's like he's raised his game up and he's actually made more... <laughs> he's been so much more consistent since, actually. So well done, man. We've oh, kept that on. I said, you know what? Let me in, just do it. In, in Troy's defence, we have been more consistent about our recording days. Exactly. That's why they got one of our meetings. The last couple of months. Exactly. Still isn't saying a lot, but we're still <laughs> still making the effort. Um, yeah. And I, we appreciate it, man. I, I've kind of might be a bit naughty this week because you know my wife's gone back to Japan for a month. Um, so I, she does this class. She doesn't listen to this podcast. This is going to be absolutely fine to say this. This will be the one time she pulls this podcast. Famous up. last words, Ben. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything that will get me divorced. Don't worry. So, what she normally does is if I'm because she can hear me in the next room. Sometimes if I'm talking about a certain subject, she'd just do this door open thing and the shut the fuck up eyes at me. Like <laughs> just be careful. She doesn't have to say anything. She just give me the look of. Did you just say that? So she's not there doing the doing the horror stare this week. Um, you know, I'm a bit. I wouldn't mess with her. She would kickbox me. Um, so basically, we're dealing with Ben Unleashed. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah. yeah, there's no. I I'm I might I'm I'm gonna have to keep myself in check. But I, you know that won't stay forever, Tom. <laughs> oh yeah. My mouth, because my mouth normally makes me say things, and then that's it. I go in that zone and. But you know, I mean, it's it's okay. Things are fine. Should be back next month. Um, it's just I get more Netflix time, so I'm getting through the, the bunch <laughs> of shows that she wouldn't like when she's not here. 
it's 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 I may never get a chance like this ever again because we're married, so we'll stick together. Um so I'm trying to get through as many horror films as possible <laughs> in the meantime. Because I've got yeah, I'm working my ass off on a list of horror films, so I'm pretty happy. So how about you two? Oh man, flip. <laughs> I'm just running through so many shows right now. I'm watching too much. It's insane. I hardly got any time and I'm, I'm doing it. Somehow I'm doing it. But for the for the for the for the squad, you know? For the squad. <laughs> squad. Yeah. So we're gonna Tom, how's everything with you? What's that? How's everything with you, sir? Um yeah, not bad man. It's been a long week, a lot going on, but yeah, doing pretty good. Brilliant. Okay. There is one thing that we've all had in common, but we're not gonna talk about it. So <laughs> Um, <laughs> Troy, do you want to kick us off? Okay, looks like I'm kicking off this week. All right. Lovely. So, Tom has been on at me and on at me. Hooray! I'm finishing this show that a lot of people have been telling me to finish off. They're like, Troy, finish your show off. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, for sure, for sure. I got you. I got you. So, I finished off the flight attendant. Hooray! Yeah. And what do you think? Oh my gosh, A plus. <laughs> I know. So I'm gonna say, but it's oh God, Tom. Can you can you see why I've been going on at you to finish this show? Jeez, <laughs> oh, Tom, I didn't know it this good. Tom, when you said I know, I swear I got a vision of you with just a martini glass toasting. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually see you, Tom, doing I, that right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, the flight attendant, all oh my days, the way they wrap this show up, the way it just in- unfolds, it's insane. Mm. Oh my gosh, the way uh, Kate Kalua's character, literally Cassie, just like unravels. Her mind yeah, just unravels totally. bit by bit. Like the drinking just explodes. Mm-hmm. Right there. She's like, I can't alcoholic. She's not even know she's an alcoholic because she's blacked out most of her childhood. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, that's, that's, that's quite hard. She, has, she hasn't blacked out her childhood. She's remembered it differently to how it truly was. Exactly, but in the rest of saying, it's just uh, uh, memories are so warped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying because I think partially because of the drinking as well. I feel that as well. Mm, yeah, like, she's literally blacked out. Mm. Like poof, everything's different in her mind. Like her brother literally goes, "Wait, why are you remembering it like that?" That's why all the animosity between the two. Yeah, it makes sense now when you actually um, watch the show um, from like beginning to end. But as the show no, goes on, she starts to remember it actually as it was, yes. not how she'd yes, previously exactly. remembered it. And she starts yeah. to realise, actually, her brother did have the right idea as to what the hell their childhood was like. <laughs> Quality. Quality. What um, do you think of Michelle Gomez's character, man? I'm just going to predict she's great because, you know, she's fucking Michelle Gomez. Yeah. She's amazing. I, I, I said to Troy, her character developed brilliantly. Was I right? I, yes, gonna, you were right. Correct. I would say correct. I have to watch Sabrina now, actually. And maybe <laughs> I can watch Green Wing. Yeah, because she's great. She's one of those actors. Oh, yeah, like, she's a fantastic actress. Like, she's, like, magnetic, isn't she? Sabrina is, I know she's in that. And I love the fact that I would get to see her for a whole long run. It's, a, it's on my Netflix queue, and it's she's the one reason I would watch the whole thing. Is is this the remake of Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yes, I've heard really yeah, good. Right. I, I, I keep meaning to watch that, but I kind of at the same time I'm kind of thinking, is that really? Am I the target audience 
for that well, show. Well, if, you're, 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 if you're into that stuff like the occult and stuff like that, then you. Oh yeah. They've okay. changed the graphic on Netflix now, and it's Michelle Gomez. Very, very graphic. Is in. Is in the line. So I'm like, just waiting for uh, Lucifer to come back, man. I, they keep advertising. I mean, that's time back three, didn't it? So, yeah. It's like, come oh, on! Tom Ellis, <laughs> yeah, no, where is it? Sexy motherfucker. Yeah. Where is it, damn it? Wait, <laughs> on, okay, well, anyways, let's go back to this. Seriously, I will take a day off. The day that that comes out on Netflix, the day that they announce that's coming out on Netflix, I will take whatever day that is off and just watch the entire second half of the season. I hope our bosses don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> But no, I'd book it off as annual leave. I wouldn't like pull a sickie. I'd lynch, I'd book it off. Yeah, we'd just book it. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, we'd just book it. Come on now. We're, 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 we're upstanding citizens. Come on now. Damn right. Okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, as you said before, Miranda Croft, her character that she plays, Michelle Gomez. Woo-wee! I mean, because you, you assume that she's the baddie for exactly. such a long time. Because she's, she's, every sense of the word, a criminal because she's an assassin. Oh, she, she's a bad person, but she's not the baddie of the story. But she's not the bad, big bad. Yeah. How, when, when did you work out, who, did you manage to work out who the big bad was before it was revealed? I, I kind of did midway through, when, as soon as I saw him, Buckley's character. Yeah. For, as soon as the character arrived, I went, there's no point to that character. I was like, I was like this guy is, is kind of clingy. Yeah, he keeps ringing up yeah. in five minutes of the day, and I'm like, "This guy's dodgy, bro." He's got he yeah. that. No, the, thing exactly is, <laughs> the thing about this this character, every time I see his actor, it's like everything he's in, I'm like, "This guy's dodgy, bro." He has yeah. that face that like literally just throws you like off. That guy from the bridge, from the from the tunnel. <laughs> as soon as he came on stage, you went, "That's the baddie." God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you see this guy. He always plays roles like he's a, a happy-go-lucky. He's the nice guy. He's always helping people. I'm like, nah, nah. Yeah, he always nice. turns out to be the psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays it so well as well. His hair's all slipped back. His hair's all like yeah. because of where the glasses looks like a, a creep. Uh, but so, I mean, here's a question for you, Troy. Obviously, what? this is your pick, not mine. So I've got a hijack. But they've got a second season of this. Do you? Yes, I heard about that. Yes. Do you think they're going to go with it? Ah, gosh, because the way it ended with her they being tied like, it up quite nicely. I thought. Yeah, because yeah, because I thought it ended like in a nice way. They could easily just end it there because yeah, they, um, they find out um Shane's character he's like he's like an agent he saves her life, and mm-hmm. her friend uh, <laughs> the guy he works on the plane yeah. with her, um, but and then she apparently she's got a job now as a secret agent type character. Yeah, so, so I, I, I suppose I suppose that does open it up if she's yeah, being yeah. So it's interesting to where it's going to go because it's going to be a very different story yeah. this time yeah, around. She's I, was gonna just, be an agent now. I was just interested to see what you thought because I mean I'm hoping that Michelle Gomez is still in it and ah, those people yeah. but they've got whether they've got a reason to be in it is what I'm wondering about. Yeah, that's the thing now because her character's kind of sewn up now. She's got the money. She's yeah. Gonna, you're just gonna be like gold somewhere in the current I mean, somewhere like, could it could it be that the beginning of the second season is um Kaylee Coco's character is on the plane and sees Michelle Gomez is like, what the fuck is she doing? And because she's an agent, she's now worrying about what this bad person is doing on her plane. <laughs> that might be that might be where they go. I don't know. But you know what? Because the way they the way they ended it, they could easily obviously do Michelle Gomez's character, Miranda, following her around. But at the same time, her character's kind of sewn up. I'm like, oh, they could easily shoehorn her in. But I feel personally, I feel they're gonna go for Megan's character, um, Rosie Perez's character. I'd be cool with that as well. To be yeah, fair. that's the, I think that's gonna be the main plot for season two because she's literally on the run. She's working the Koreans and that. Yeah, true, true. 
So I feel that's going to be the main plot because of but her that, friend. That, that was yeah. a good subplot. I like it. It was sometimes like she's speaking all these languages. I'm like, why is she doing all these random meetups? I'm like, huh? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. It was a good subplot. Yeah, it was really well done. And then it turned out that, that was actually quite major to the whole story because that's why the CIA were on the plane. And yeah, yeah. I mean, to anyone right. who hasn't seen it, you're going to wonder what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, yeah, trust Watch me. It. Oh, you'll love right now. I'm telling you right now, it's been awesome. So I'll tell you right now. So um, yeah, I take it that you're recommending this show and Troy. This is a recommendation because literally my, my picks like this week and this week like callbacks because I'm literally just finishing them off. Oh, so yeah. I'm already predicting the other. Thing. Yes, already predicted. There you go. Don't say just yet. Don't say just yet. Hold on. Hold on. Is this is this one on Netflix? On um, Netflix, Amazon. Where can you go see it? Uh, Sky Atlantic. This oh, one's okay. Sky Atlantic. Yes, yeah, Sky. It's it's HBO product, but it's on Sky. I've never given Rupert Murdoch my money to fucking. This show is amazing. shooting down and so on this week. Here we go. I was, it was so good. I was like, Kate, hey, and plus she produced it as well. She's got her own production company as well. Kaylee Kakoa's character. Yeah. Yeah, she's got like, yo, she done well. I was like, yo, you did a good job. Great show. No, she's brilliant. I mean, she's a good actress. She's amazing. I was like, I always saw the potential in her. Like, even though obviously people say Big Bang, blah, 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 blah. And she did Charm. Yeah, uh, but even, um, even before that, she did Charm and she did... Um, yeah, because that's the thing. I've eight, always said, eight, I was like, oh, she's more bigger than what she is. Yeah. She, she was in Eight Simple Rules before that as well, which she had to have good comic timing for that as well. Yeah. She's really good. She has a very expressive face. I've, I've, not, I've said that mm. a lot of times. Her eyes just conveys her eyes. Her eyes should be like, her eyes just pop. Something happens. Yeah, I think I think people just think she's a titty girl, you know what I mean? But she's, she's actually not. very she's, she's good not. comic actress. She's very yeah. good as actress. Well, Great. the flight attendant has comedy in it, but it's very it's it's the first time I've seen her being properly serious in a role at yeah. points. And she did it brilliantly. Oh, so, another, another character I didn't talk about one was a uh, was a friend, a lawyer friend, uh, Annie. Oh yeah. <laughs> she's she's she, uh, she she's a good character as well. Where she literally helps someone get killed. Yeah, it's true. The tablets. <laughs> her her evil bosses, her evil lawyer bosses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, so some characters in this story. Yeah, the the the, the cast is insane. It's insane, literally. It's, it's, it's mental. But um, yes, so good. Hey, season two. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with it. Whoever it is, I'm with it. I, I trust them. I trust them. So I'm I'm reserving judgment, but I'm hoping it would be great. Yeah, because this was kind of like the perfect season. I'm, I'm hard to be follow up. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. But um, yeah. So the first pick, flight attendant. Voila. Perfection. The piece de resistance. A plus. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> see, I did it for you, Tom. I did it. See, I did it for you. Thank you. I did it. It's a perfection. Hey, great, great pick. Okay, so part two. Okay, so we're gonna part two right now. We've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As it said at the end, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. Don't oh, it was a good final episode. I enjoyed this. Yes. <laughs> the way it just explodes oh. and it basically starts off where the last episode ended, episode five, um, where. Sam is looking at his new soup, which isn't revealed yet until the explosive entrance to this. Can episode. I just say, I love how they just get on with the fact that he's Captain America because he just says, I'm Captain America to someone. Can't remember <laughs> what it was. Who are you? I'm Captain America. It's like, bang, there you go. 
done. <laughs> You're not having this whole episode thing of, oh, uh, can I be? No, he's like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm Captain America. Okay, let's go. Like, the thing is, I did have a problem with him saying Captain America, Captain America at the time. This no. guy has been warring with himself to take over that shield. That annoyed the heck out of me. It's a bit, it's a bit lastminute.com. But I do love how he's not quite perfect with the shield yet. You see that he's still got a lot to learn. With yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't mastered the shield. So at least he's not super perfect. He's still going to make mistakes from time to time. But yeah. it is touching on current um, political yeah, 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 it in America. Like the last but it doesn't beat you over the head with it. Yeah, that, but that speech at the end was pretty. It was a bit much for me. A bit no, much. How do you feel, Troy? Because I feel like it doesn't preach too badly, but it has a message. But it's it had a good message, but it was just too much. It was like everyone standing around. Everyone's like, oh wait, why did...? it was a bit. It was a bit much because everyone was just like literally standing around. All the the higher ups just happened to be there. Mm. But um, it was it was a good speech. But at the same time, it's just like mm, they're not going to listen to you. <laughs> It does feel like Bucky's been pushed to the background now. Yeah, it's just he's, he's completely sidelined. I mean, that's not a problem, but like, I'm interested to see where they go from here now. Because they've kind of, they've kind of, yeah, they've they've kind of nerfed him it's even from the movies. This year? Hello, Tom. Have you seen? Have you seen it? You Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Have I you had seen from it? You. Um, no, I've been kind of we'll, holding we'll off from watching it. We'll be careful. Oh. I don't mind if you give me spoilers. I'll, I'll watch it anyway because I've heard it's good. I just but, um, feel like Sharon Carter's going down a really interesting road. Then. Yeah, that's, um, not really, that's not really a spoiler, but really because she's, she's a villain anyways right it's now. It's not a spoiler, <laughs> but it's an interesting take on it. Yeah, it's interesting because she's like a literally just secret, like, undercover spy business. I'm interested. And, you know, US Walker, I, did, I, I don't know why John Walker just makes me laugh. Um... Like Kurt Russell's son, by the way. Yeah, he looks like it. I mean, like he's just got this. Fit. When he was wearing a U.S. agent outfit at the end, I don't know why. I was it made me laugh. It was just his way of. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah. He's damaged, like, but like, I'm not laughing at his mental damage. But like, he's just so American. You know what I mean? And he's so delusional. It's hilarious for me. And he's playing it the right shade of silly. Now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like, yeah, I got a job now. I got a job, like, because you know he needs to pay his bills, that like, you know what I mean. Yeah, so. it's just the way he saluted. Maybe <laughs> cry. It's basically the same suit, just with stripes. Especially yeah. the new armories. But I'm happy with this one. Yeah. I mean, Loki's next. Loki will be magnificent. Oh, Loki. I don't know about Loki, man. I'm going to reserve my I'm going to reserve my judgment for Loki because Loki's going to have a lot of mad stuff in there. Right, it's got Owen Wilson in, and Owen Wilson's underrated. I yes, think. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's. A, I love Owen Wilson. He's, a He's brilliant. He's got such an interesting voice. Owen Wilson's got a really good voice. Now, yeah, like, some women find it sexy. I completely get it. Uh, he's got a sexy voice, um, and he's a. Uh, Unlike Ben Adam Sandler, he's underrated. So I am looking forward. Like Adam Sandler is way overrated, but like uh, Owen Wilson, I think he's fantastic. And yeah, he does a lot of rom coms. But every time I've watched him in things, he's always the best thing in that film. Yeah. So <laughs> Shanghai Noon, yo. <laughs> but I will, I will say this about John Walker because John Walker does get his redemption, though Tom. Yeah. In this kind of show, he does. He does. He does kind of like. Redeem himself to for me. He was already redeemed. I was like, Yo, he killed your friend, he has to go. That terrorist had to go. But 
A lot of people are like, oh, they're down on John Walker. They're like, yo, this guy, he, he muddied the shield, blah, 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 blah. That's what happens in the comics. And like, the, that's that's hey, if But the thing is, realism right there, you you take him out. You take out anyone you can find because you couldn't get the girl. You couldn't get the the the, the, the main one. You yeah. take out the terrorist. You kill him. But the thing is, like, this is what people are moaning about. It's a case of, at the end of the day, I can't really complain about how they've done John Walker because it's very faithful to the comics. He's a very middle grey character. Yeah, plus it's realistic. Shades of grey. He's not a bad out and out baddie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's in the middle, and he will do what he will be unpredictable. Well, but it has to be done. He'll get it done. He's one of them guys. Yeah, when he gets the thunderbolts, depending on who they have. He's going to be very interesting lineup. I'm looking forward to Thunderbolts. Yeah, I, th- I think I think they're leading up to like Secret Wars. I think it's something to do with that. Like it's either Secret Wars or Armor Wars because they got like um I think uh, War Machine's going to have his own show coming up, so it's going to be the middle between those two. I so did. He's going to be integral to that, I think, as well. I did want to see Steve Rogers get on a Zimmer frame and just come out and spaceship at the end. You're you you do into the shield like an old man. <laughs> get off my lawn. But no, no, there was no sign of Chris. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah, Bucky, Bucky kind of didn't really do that much to be honest in this episode. Just, uh, but um, yeah, because I like Bucky. Bucky's like literally my favorite character out of this whole show. Bucky's like, should should be my favorite character, but John Walker is my favorite. Good actor, um, very understated, doesn't overact. That's his. Um, but he's he's let go of the past now, so we're finally moving him on because I feel like he's been. We've been stuck with Winter Soldier for a while now. I would like oh. to Bucky Bucky. <laughs> Almost forgot to say. Almost forgot. Almost some My boy. Hey, Tom. Zemo does something epic in this episode as well. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, okay. Say. okay. Well, I, like I say, man, I'm going to sit down and watch the whole show. <laughs> Prob- I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking a few days off at the end of May. So I'll probably... Well, beginning of June. So yeah. I'll probably... Take some time to actually watch like yeah. Winter Soldier properly. Yeah, it's uh, very, it's very minimal. It's very small, but it does something epic. Well, I, just I, co- correct me if I'm wrong. In the in the comic books, didn't the Winter Soldier become Captain America though? Yes, yeah, he did. So he changed it around because Bucky was before Sam. Yeah, but in this one they've done it the other way around. So Sam is before Bucky. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so that's around. the exciting thing because. When they announced it, fans knew, oh, both of them have been Captain America. So the question was always going to be, which one was it going to be? That was the thing of it. That's like a okay. little nod. And it's cool. Sam, I really like Sam Wilson. I don't know the, uh, the actor that plays him. Uh, I forgot his Anthony Mackie. Thank you. He's amazing. He's just awesome. Um, you know, I just, you know... I liked him when he first met Steve Rogers in Captain America Winter Soldier. Like he's always been in the background a lot. This is his time to shine now. Yeah. yeah he's got big shoes to fill now. He's got he's got he's got, he's got to knock out the part now for that yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Well, movie as well. Captain America 4 has been confirmed, so yeah, yeah, he's gonna be the main guy, so yeah. That's it. Let's go, Cap. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my um second pick. There we go. So that's flight attendants. Do you know, and do you know how many episodes Loki is? Oh, so six was good here, but it depends on the show. Let me check on the I think Winter Soldier could have done, like you know, it depends. Like I know Tom's going to kick me for this again, but One Division went too long. Winter Soldier felt just right. 
Do you think there's a set number, or do you think like? Oh, it's gonna be um six. So Loki six again. Yeah, that's six cool. Episodes. I suppose it's good to have a really tight six pack with a flabby stomach. <laughs> like, you know, get get in and get out, right? Yeah, because they've got to put everything for six episodes. That's the thing I've always said about Netflix. Thirteen episodes for those Marvel shows was a bit outside the Daredevil stuff. Always a bit flabby. You could have done it in nine, eight episodes. Yeah. yeah, I just like yeah. I'm glad it's six again for Loki. Yeah, nice number, nice round number, nice number. I predict young Loki, baby, young kid Loki, Loki, teen Loki. We got the young Avengers. They're gonna be doing a lot of time travel, so you never know. Well, we have to because the young Avengers is coming, and they've already introduced the young black man who would be Patriot later on in Young Avengers. So, in this show, and and obviously, one division got the twins. I know they they're gone for now, but they are. They're planning it. Hawkeye's coming up. Ant-Man's daughter gets a bigger role in the next Ant-Man film. So you can see the young Avengers are there. So we shall see them again. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Tommy, Tom, Tom. Yo. You're up. Oh, we're up to me. Woohoo. Cool. Okay. All right. Now, I've nearly brought this show up two or three times, and it's just... Because of like timings and other things over the last few weeks, I haven't actually I've I've referred to it, but I haven't spoken about it. Yeah. Um it's a show from the mid nineties. And it was called Game On. Does anyone remember this? Uh, Game On. Why does that seem sound I, I know the name and I think I've seen it, but you might Well there's it. there's now an American game show called Game On, so that might be where you know the name from. But this was this was from this round from uh 95 to 98 if memory serves is it a comedy british comedy it's a com- it's a comedy basically it's um it's been the thing it's been compared to most often is sort of men behaving badly yes oh. i've seen this I've but, got, it's got um samantha samantha yes. well janus she was at the time yeah but this was her first big role and when she was go. like Incredibly attractive, and that was kind of the basis of her character. Is she not is she not attractive now, Tom? Is that what you're trying to say? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. She's still attractive, but she was like <laughs> unbelievably stunning. she was that peak. So, Tom, Let's she, let, she's, I'm, she's I'm, I'm not being sexist. She's a fantastic actress, and I rate her really massively as a performer. And she's a fantastic actress in I'm this. I'm surprised show. Uh, being more she doesn't weird. Look like a leather handbag now, doesn't she? She was a lot no, more... no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no. Like there's no, there's no need for such things, Ben. That's my job. So you don't have to do it. My opinion is my opinion. Yes. Well, opinion is opinion really more really it's on Amazon. What's, what's that? It's on Amazon now. It's on Amazon. Oh, well, fair so, enough. I, I, saw, I saw it on Sky a few months ago. I rewatched it. Yeah. Now, oh. I, remember, I remember this show from when it came on because 95, I was about, I don't know, 13, 14 when this was on. So I was the right kind of age where I was kind of looking up to these guys a little bit because they were young adults. I was like, oh, yeah, 10 years time, that'll be me kind of thing. And um, <laughs> the basic premise of the show is you've got uh, three people living in a flat together. You've got um, the incredibly attractive character played by uh, Samantha Janus, yeah. whose name was uh, Mandy. You've got a guy called Martin who is kind of a bit of a wuss. He's a, he, he gets basically bullied mercilessly by the guy who owns the flat. 
called Matthew. What was that? What the hell was that? What the hell that was? That's weird. Oh, that was the new theme tune that Tom was trying. Uh, Troy was rudely interrupt um, advertising this podcast for uh, <laughs> animation. Not about that. Not about that, guys. Yeah, what's so the little, little, little preview that, that you sent earlier, motherfucker? Go on, go on, Tom. Go on. <laughs> right. So, right. So, the basic premise of the show is this guy Matthew owns the flat. He's renting the two rooms to Mandy and Martin. He basically bullies the crap out of Martin, but they're best mates. And he's constantly trying to get in the knickers of Mandy, who sleeps with pretty much every other man she meets apart from him, in fairness, in this show. I mean, that's kind of like one of her major character faults, and she admits it quite freely, is she just ends up in bed with far too many men. (laughs) (laughs) But she freely admits that. She gets gets jobs because people assume they're going (sighs) to... You might... I, I, I wouldn't call her that because I think she's self-aware enough not to be that, but she yeah. makes bad decisions is, is the way that I would describe her. Free-spirited is what maybe you would call that. Yes, but I wouldn't put it in a negative way, the way okay. she is. She's... Okay. So, a free-spirited a slut. slut. Okay, that's cool. That is not what I'm saying, though. No, that's words. what I'm saying. Come on, Come on. <laughs> anyway, that's... right. So, the basic... The basic thing of this show is the three of them living in this flat. And one of the main points of it is that um, Matthew, the guy who owns the flat, is essentially he suffers from um, agoraphobia. He never leaves the flat. Ah, He goes on on about the things he's done. He's got a surfboard that he's constantly polishing and talking about going out on the waves and stuff. But he never actually leaves the flat. We're all doing that this last year in lockdown. So, hey, we're with him now. Which is is probably why this came to mind, in fairness. (laughs) (laughs) But the, the first series of the show, it was a guy called Ben Chaplin played Matthew. Now, he is an amazing, amazing actor. And this is what I, I love the show Game On, but I really only love the first season of it. Because this is one of those occasions where Ben Chaplin left the show at the last minute. He signed on for a second season and then got offered a role for a film in Hollywood based off of somebody seeing him doing a Robert De Niro impersonation in Game On. Damn. And it was such a good impersonation that they went, We want you for this film. And so he walked out on the on the production basically. And the guy they got in afterwards is a guy called Neil Stook. You'll have seen him in lots of things. He's a perfectly good actor. He's a likeable actor. But Ben Chaplin, it's the equivalent of having Robert De Niro in your first film and then having, I don't know, some cheesy actor from EastEnders. John Barrowman, basically. Oh, come on, jeez, here we go. I'm attacking people this week. John Barrowman. I wasn't going to go with him, but that's a fair enough comparison. I'll use that if you wish. So, but, but the problem is that in the first season, even though it was obvious that the guy had issues with going outside, yeah. Ben Chaplin played it really nuancedly beautifully. He had it angled just right. So the character was a dick, but not too much of a dick. Whereas Neil Stoop played him as much more of a douche. Yeah. And you didn't like him half You didn't feel for him. You're like, I don't care if, you, if you, you've got agoraphobia. You're an idiot. Whereas you actually did give a shit about Ben Chaplin's version of the character. Yeah. And so this is why I'm bringing it up today. Because it's a show that the first season is definitely worth to watch. And the second and third seasons are worth watching to get you a comparison of how much better Ben Chaplin is than Neil Stoke. 
but Neil Stook even. But um, yeah, this is what I was saying the other week about you, you replace a cast with people when we were talking about new tricks. Yeah, the way they did it there was they did it kind of a natural a new character. They didn't, re- although they essentially brought in identical characters, they were new people. Whereas with this, they literally went, let's hope they don't notice that we've put a B plus player in the place of an A star performer. Yeah. <laughs> and don't, don't get me wrong, I actually like Neil Stook. I've seen him in loads of things and in most of the stuff he's done, I've liked him. But he, I, I remember watching it at the time and I watched all three seasons, three seasons of Game On when they came on originally and I liked all three seasons. Yeah. It's but I remember being not bothered about ever seeing it again, particularly. And it's only when I rewatched it now, I went. The difference is the level of quality acting in season one compared to the other two seasons. The other two, um, the ones who play Mandy and um, I can never remember his bloody name, Martin, keep up the standard that they did in the first season. But Ben Chaplin was so much better than Neil Stuckert playing that character. So much more nuance to it that it just wasn't the same show. Hmm. So I find myself in a position where I'm recommending it, but I'm really recommending season one. Yeah. And less so seasons two and three. If you want to watch them, they're fun. Just season one. (laughs) Season one is the one that is really, truly worth it. Okay. And that is going to be my only pick for this week, in fact, because I feel like I crashed on um, Troy's a little bit with the flight attendant, so I'm going to leave it there. Oh, no, no, that was all worth it. That was worth it, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your flight attendant was the one. That was it. Yeah, but I feel, I feel like I've... That's, that's all I want to talk about this week. But I've been meaning to speak about Game On for a few weeks, so, yeah. Oh, Game, Game On sounds familiar. I know I've seen it at some point. I know I have. Yeah, I've seen it as well, and I think when I saw it, it was very funny, Game On. So, yeah, yes! go check out on Amazon. So yes. that's one of the good ones. Like we said the other week, there was so you know when we talked about dinner ladies, yes. there's such a bunch of great comedy shows that have been forgotten in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. BBC was firing them off. Absolutely. No, I agree. But I would yeah. go to bat for Give Me, Give Me, Give Me. That is a fucking underrated classic. I'm I'm less of a fan of Give Me, Give Me, Give Me, but I did watch it. So that's good. Nice. I think we can all agree it's better than fucking Mrs. Brown's voice. Anyway. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and anyone that fucking likes that show should be drowned in a fucking toilet. Oh, damn. Come on now. Come on. <clears> the opinions of Ben Gilman are yes. not necessarily... No, the opinions of Ben Gilman are the opinions of a normal person on Mrs. Brown's voice. Uh, like, anyway, no, I'm joking. Please, please feel free to watch what you want. I just don't want to talk to you if you do. Um, so, <laughs> but I just want to ask you two a question. Okay, so you know, so you like Russell Howard, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a good stand-up comedian, very funny, frequently brilliant, and I can watch all of his stuff on YouTube on his YouTube channel now. He's managed to get all of his old programs fully. Good news, and now his new one, the Russell Howard Hour, up on YouTube. Okay. I don't know how he's done it, but obviously it's his show, so. Um, that's cool. He's brilliant, and I love his mum when he did the trouble show with his mum. That's good. Right. That's cool. So, do we like Jack Whitehall? Um, yeah, he's okay. He's okay. Yes. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. That's good because I fucking hate his fucking dad. So, <laughs> today I'm here to talk about Jack Whitehall troubles with my father. I like Jack Whitehall. Right? He's yeah. brilliant. 
And I, I just wanted to bring up Russell Howard's mum earlier, because Russell Howard's mum and him together, I, I'm going to talk about both of these shows to go back side by side for comparison here. Can, can I just add something before you continue? Yeah. If you're talking about parent child TV partnerships, Ramesh Ranganathan's mum is fucking brilliant. I, I'm going to add that <laughs> to my list because he's fair enough. <laughs> right. Right. So we can talk about that as well. But look, I'm, yeah, I just. His mum, Russell Howard's mum and him get on really well and it's delightful and it's funny. Right? Now I can see what they're trying to do here because Jack Whitehall tries to get his dad to do various things around the world on trips and everything, right? And that, mm-hmm. that could be funny if he gives a bit of leeway and tries it. But he just hates everything. He doesn't want to do anything. He's racist. He's got a problem. He's... I don't know why this is meant to be funny because this guy is... I don't just know. Old, old, couple, old couples are considered to be funny. But I, for me, this doesn't work. Have you seen this show on Netflix, Jack Whitehall Travels with My Father? I've seen it's... some of it. I didn't enjoy it enough to continue watching it. I don't think... Jack Whitehall, if you're listening, can you just keep your dad off TV, mate? You're, you're talented. You don't need your dad. Because I've been on holiday with people... We've all had those holidays with the wrong friend that just ruins the holidays. <laughs> right? You know when yeah. you get oh, together, right? yeah, Everyone's had that. I think everyone's had that. And your friend brings... I'm not going to put any names in here to protect people. I went to Japan once... Oh, here we go. Okay, We've go had on. this conversation. Troy knows who I'm talking about, and yep. he's agreed it with me since. Yep. Right? So I'm not going to put his his friends on blast. Okay, I'm going to name his name, actually, but he agrees with me, so it's fine. Um, I, Me and my friend from another job went to Japan. Me and him had a great time. But he invited two friends who just didn't want to eat the fucking food. They wanted to go to Western. They wanted to go to McDonald's and Pizza Hut. They complained the whole fucking time. They didn't want to go anywhere. It's just like Jack Whitehall with his dad. Me and my friend had a good holiday still. We we, we went to the restaurants. We went to, um, you know, go and look at places. Yeah. We went to go eat the food and see the thing, be Japanese for two weeks. You know what I mean? So I kind of hate people that go on holiday just to do the same thing that they would do at home. At home. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're in another country, and um, this is this is what I love about Jack Whitehall, he's really trying to get his dad to try something new. I love Jack Whitehall in this show, but this show is so polarizing because his dad is quite funny sometimes, but he then never wants to try anything, and he just moans all the time. I, in fairness, I think his dad's actually playing a character. I don't think his dad is actually genuinely like that in reality. Well, that's the thing, then. It's like Carl Pilkington's character. Like, yeah, exactly. They're, they're, but the thing is, I think Carl Pink- Pilkington genuinely is that way. Okay. I like, you hear, I, Ricky, I you hear Ricky Gervais talk about him, and it's like, yeah, that's why I had to put him on TV. He's just so fucking depressing. <laughs> but I still like Carl Pilkington more than Jack Whitehall's father, because he just... I Because I, it's TV, and it's reality TV, you don't know how fake it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing because he's been edited. But like, yeah. can you just soften him off up a bit then? Because you can still have him say no to most things. But, just... but the thing, the thing, the thing is that you're actually 
in a kind of minority here because it does good numbers, which means people want to see that conflict. Well, it works. I'm yeah, not it's, it's a format that works. That's why. Yeah. That's why they do it. Because... I'm not going to shoot these people, but if you're Mrs. Brown's boyfriend, you can fuck off. But anyone else... Well, should... you stop hitting on Mrs. Brown. Come on! I'm certain you've got a thing about the Irish, man. No, I don't, because otherwise me and Dan would not get on. Um, <laughs> I know we disagree sometimes, but I do love that guy. Right, so, and like, um, no, I just, I thought I'd talk about it because I'm going to no, watch play, more, like the Russell Howard show with his mum. I'm going to watch more of that. Because yeah. I might try and watch it again. I just find his dad insufferable. Jack Whitehall makes it funny still. And it is funny. The the interactions is funny. But there is a point where it's just like, no, I hate this. I hate this. It's like, bruv. Like, like okay, look. I'm now going to take a shot at my family as well. I've, I'm open. <laughs> when I was younger. I just hate people that go on holiday. I'll go on holiday with all three of you guys to Japan one day. Do a syndrome trip to Japan. You all love it. I know. What the hell? So, a syndrome trip. I thought we'd agreed on a syndrome trip to New York. We can do that. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah, yeah that will be nice. New York like, then Vegas. Four, but... That 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 that's the syndrome trip that everybody needs. But all of us would like that. That would be fun. I'd be I'd be I'd be doing fun with that. I wouldn't be sitting there. So like <clears throat> my mum would used to this is why I got a problem with his dad so much because he's one of these people I fucking hate because my mum used to do this. Go go to a nice country like Greece or Spain. And what would my mum want to do? Just sit by the fucking pool all day. So like like you could do that once. Like just just go out and see the culture. What this is Damn it. So sorry, I'm ranting now. So, <laughs> no, 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 that's cool, man. That's cool. Hey, do, 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 something man. that I thought about because I, I really enjoy Russell Hart and he's fucking amazing and his mum is lovely. I just want to give her a cuddle. You know what I mean? And by the way, my mum doesn't listen to this as well, but she would even agree. Um when I was when I first started working at 16, I was able to do my own fucking holidays. It was a godsend. I could go do my thing. Um I'm just this is just a message to people that go on a holiday. When it's back to normal, don't fucking stay by the beach. Yeah. Go for a day or two. But don't spend a whole two weeks just sitting at a pool or the beach. Yeah, but for oh, some people's idea that is the perfect holiday. If that's what they love, then that's their yeah, choice. Well, I want to softly encourage you. So please go and have at least have a look around the area and get into well, the Ben, you're a little well. more cultured than some people, so yeah, but again, it's variety is the spice of life, motherfuckers. Okay, yeah. go. I agree with you. I, I, I go to. I've been to Turkey. I've been to Greece. I've done all those things. And I go and I look at like as many famous sites from like Greek mythology and all that kind of stuff as I humanly possibly can. We're going because together. That's, We're going on holiday. Because that's together. my kind of thing. Love it. But my uncle spent the entire time we were on holiday like nine of us and three or four of us headed off to look at historical things every time but my uncle spent every single day by the pool that was where he was he wasn't moving that was the end of the discussion in fairness he'd then go out and eat like the local food and stuff he wasn't like that but his idea of a holiday was i'm chilling on the beach i'm chilling by the pool yeah but what? rest of us, some of us were like, we're going to go and do culture. So you know what? It's different strokes for different folks. Right? You, you can even make the argument that British people, we don't get no fucking sun. So I can understand why you would want to stay outside and in the sun, roasting like a fat piece of bacon. See, I'd, that's, that's my idea of hell. No, but people, <laughs> but I'm talking about people in general. Like they go so red. I just wonder why. They like they've been like you know they're on the verge. 
Yeah, I suppose I can see the point of reading a book in the hot weather is lovely. I can get that, but like mix it up with the culture a little bit as well. But then again, I can't speak for everyone. So that's my rant done. So. <laughs> right. Cool. Thank you. Cool. That's what I've got to say this week. Are you, are you feeling better? Yeah, yeah exactly. I just needed I needed to put my family under the bus. I haven't done it in a while, and also, I love my family, but they get a kick out of that. They, I don't think my mum will ever know that I've said this because you know my brother will most probably tell her because he's a snitch, but it's fine. Baby boy, I'm just swinging this week for everyone. Um, so, stitches yeah. get stitches. Bitches, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll bite the fucking heads off like a bat. Anyway, so um, we've got an email from Cody. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, is, is it Cody that we know? Cody from New Jersey. New Jersey, not New York. Oh, oh okay. nice. Nice, New Jersey, underrepresented. You know, New York's nice. New Jersey. Okay, New Jersey. The yeah. Garden State. Yeah, lovely place. I've been there once. Very nice. Don't know why people take the piss out of New Jersey. So hello. He's got a. He's got. Um. He wanted to say love the podcast. Uh, being I've gone back from episode one, um, all the way through and just seen the last year of the growth. Now with Alex and Tara and all the spinoffs, it, do you foresee any more? How much growth you can do in the in the next? Yeah, do you stop and ever think, God, we've come a bit of a way? Um, yeah, I didn't think we would, because uh, people have been asking about Alex a lot and Tara and what their role is. They are part of the Syndrome family. I would say there's six of us now, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd say so. Good additions to the group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're happy with them. We start as a boys' club, but it's good to have some females in as well because it's a different perspective. It's a right, you know. I, th- I, th- I think you do need to include Sammy as well, though. So seven. Yeah, Sammy as well. Yeah, Sammy, so Sammy they can't forget about Sammy. Yeah, Sammy. So you know, we weren't. We're not just big boys. We're letting the girls come. We're letting women come in and have a chat as well. You know, smelly women. Now, I would say that if I was a, <laughs> team, I was a five-year-old boy. Oh dear. I mean, to see how much we've grown, we started off with three and we've grown to seven in yeah. one year. And we've now we've now got we started off with just square eyes, now we've got smug mode. House of and then coming Monday. And then House of Animation is on its way, and then Shrine and Dan's film podcast will be coming along sometime not long after that. Yeah. And yeah, so I think at that point we're probably gonna kind of try and not do too many more. We're gonna try and keep it there and see how that goes. You have no idea how much that Tom and Troy have to stop me and Dan from coming up with more ideas. We have we have discussed doing like maybe one Don't more thing around, one more kind of like specials type thing. In addition to the special stuff we already do. We might drop occasional one-off podcasts, just like random shit that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, Because we're so far ahead with House of Animation. Tara is itching to do... I'm just going to announce it. Tara is itching to do more recording. So what we're doing, because Tom and Dan aren't quite ready to launch, Troy's going to try without killing himself to get as many of them done of House of Animation as possible. And we're going to... We are... Uh, when it settles down, it's going to be Monday only. But we might 
we might rapid fire over the next couple of weeks until Tom and Dan are ready on Friday. Um, so uh, Express, we're going to launch it. We might just do a couple, three or four a week just to get through the backlog because we've got like 10 in the can, nine or 10 in the can. We just want to record more. So we need to, this is a good opportunity to rapid fire and Dan and Tom are giving us their blessing while they prepare. So the plan is essentially once once the film podcast is up as well, is that Mondays will be House of Animation. Yeah. Wednesday, Smog Mode. Which we missed again this week, but we will sort that okay. out. We, 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 we've recorded it, so that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then Friday would be the movie podcast, and then over the weekend, Syndrome. Syndrome. We have... is, is the plan. Um, what is after Smug Mode? Uh, have you thought about any future... Well, we've, we've alluded to this. We have an idea for the end of the year when we think, or early next year when Smug Mode runs out. But we're not going to tell you, because if we tell you what the idea is, it's something all four of us cross over in. And it's very much like the film or animation podcast. But we're not going to tell you the genre. We're going to keep it shut. Yeah, just for now, we're going to keep it to ourselves and see where we go with it. Yeah, because we want to hold on to it. Because we might, we want to do, we've been discussing for a long time something that all four of us, because, okay, well, all six of us could physically, seven could seven. do, but, well, we're the main four, but the the other three, the ladies, have said that, like, we, they also seem to come into this genre, so we're going to keep it quiet for now. I yeah. know it's not wrestling. <laughs> I know we are going to drop a one soon to test it. We yeah. know we've had emails saying that you want us to drop the wrestling as much as possible, <laughs> but we have to test it. We'll, we'll check the numbers afterwards. We'll check the numbers. Yeah. But we hear you. So that that will be coming in a few weeks' time. Yeah. And then if that works, we might do another like wrestling special after it one of the major a... events again, oh. like SummerSlam or Royal Rumble or something. But it's it going to be like a very rare occurrence, probably. So, we don't, so you can ignore it if it turns. Oh, completely, yeah. We'll make it very clear it's a wrestling one. There's a lot of competition in that area, so it's kind of hard to stand out. And also, we know that you guys want us to talk about TV and the film. No, but the thing is, but the thing is um, don't be discouraged. If you like wrestling, hey, check us out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but we're going to try and be careful with the wrestling as much as possible. We want to see that there's an audience for a standalone special live where the wrestling fans can just go listen to it. Yeah. yeah. But if you're not a wrestling fan, don't feel obligated to come and listen to us. It's entirely your choice what you we listen can... to. We are happy. We're just happy that you listen to any of our stuff. So Yes. So, so Cody has also given us a list. Right. So American site called Vulture.com, which is an American site. Right. Um, Cody thinks it will be very interesting if we go through the definite guide to British comedy since Faulty Towers. Because he said, you're British, I'm American, so I would like your views on what this, this list is, what the Americans think are the best comedy since Faulty Towers. Okay. okay. So, because we're British, so maybe... Okay. They, okay, so let's have... 25. Okay, let's rock. So... Only fools and horses. Well, that that is a that is a lock, lock in. This isn't numbered. So oh, I was going to say, is this in order? Because no, you've got that number is... twenty five. You've got a serious issue. No. So only <laughs> fools and horses. Well, we can't. I mean, we've brought it up before in this podcast. Yeah. Great. Um, 
we can't really hate it, can we? No. Classic. You can't, no. Too no. Many Specials are still good. Like, that's awesome. 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 We've got the DVDs and everything. Yeah, so we agree with that one. Yeah. I remember in the pubs, they used to have the theme song playing. And the minute you played it in a London boozer, <laughs> people start fucking singing it like a football chant. It's beautiful. It's a bunch of old men. It's amazing. Like, at the end of the song with like the hands in the pub. All pissed out of our brains. It's brilliant. Classic. Um, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. I've not seen enough to make an um, opinion on it, but I did think it's, it was quite funny. It it's was stupid, but brilliant. Yeah, it's a classic. Okay. Blackadder. Well, we can't really disagree with these choices so far. Nope. Like, I'm not a big fan of Blackadder, but it is an important comedy. That, that's because Ben lacks taste. Blackadder is amazing. That's I don't like taste. Awesome. I don't like Charmed, and I hate Mrs. Brown's Boys. That is taste. Yeah, oh, hating Mrs. Brown. Brown's Boys and not liking Charmed is perfectly reasonable. Not liking Blackadder is wrong. Charmed, no, Charmed is I don't reasonable. hate Blackadder. I think it's funny. I just don't think it's as funny as everyone thinks it is. But that's my opinion. <laughs> I might, I'm most probably wrong. I will keep trying to watch it and get it. I, I will keep trying. I don't hate that show. But I agree it should be on here. Okay. I just find Baldrick is really funny. And obviously, Rowan Atkinson's really funny. It's all the other characters I find really annoying for some reason, which is weird. When it's just Baldrick and Blackadder together, it's brilliant. It's when you oh, bring Tom, up... You cannot knock Hugh Laurie. He's fucking genius. Wow. 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 Tom, Tom, get him, Tom. Get him. With the high-pitched voice. Get him, Tom. You know. Oh, where's that queen bitch? I hate her. Damn. She's like a like siren. It's like Miranda Richardson. Are you seriously knocking Miranda Richardson? <laughs> yeah, I'm knocking Miranda Richardson. She should get one, one more word and I'm on my way round to give you a slap. <laughs> right. So talking of Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. Well, we cut again. Um That's it. I, I I like I like and I don't at the same time with Mr. Bean. I love it because it's amazing slapstick humour, so I respect it and I rate it. But yeah, I, it probably deserves to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah well deserved. Okay, this one—it's a Hugh Laurie and Stephen Fry one. A bit uh, of Fry and Laurie, or Jeeves and Wooster. Jeeves and Wooster. Ooh, this now. one I don't know, but those two men—very funny. So this is something I might have to write, write down. <laughs> All right. Um. <sighs> Never heard of it. Jeeves and, and Worcester is well done, but the problem is it's based on amazing books by P.G. Woodhouse, and the character of Worcester is a high-pitched, annoying twonk, played brilliantly by Hugh Laurie, but he is quite annoying. He's a proper toff. And it's kind of it's a bit of the upstairs downstairs thing where Jeeves is actually the brains. He's the butler and he's very yes sir, no sir type things. But actually he's the one who's doing all the sensible stuff. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's in the top twenty five, but it's definitely enjoyable. Yeah, I wouldn't say yeah, I wouldn't put you there either. Depends what else they've put there, to be honest. Yeah, um, whoever's on that list. I, I, I will give respect to Mr. Fry and Mr. Um Huey. Oh yeah, all, all the respect. Yeah, obviously, yeah, I love, I love that. Now this one I know, but it's going to be interesting. Keeping up appearances. 
Now, yeah, I, I like keeping up appearances. Repeated a lot. It's it's not really disappeared from cable free view, which we have here in the UK, which is like a free bunch of stuff. People know who. Um, Hyacinth Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just love how she. But that's the point right there. The second I said bucket, you both corrected me with bouquet. Exactly. <laughs> that, that is the sign that that's a show that people. It's a classic. It's a classic. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Don't watch it because I don't think Americans know what it is, and she tries to be posh when she's not. It's brilliant. Go watch classic. it. It's a classic. And her husband makes me laugh. Actually, I love this show. So I, d- yeah. I don't know if Americans would get it though because it's very British humor. It might yeah, be some of it, but yeah. give it a try because this is yeah. one of those '90s shows that got. It hasn't got lost like Game On, but it's not. It's not something that a lot of people talk about still. Like Finn Blue Line, it's kind of disappeared in the backlog somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just there. The BBC yeah. were on a run in the '90s of comedy. It's ridiculous. Uh, think... Absolutely fabulous. Well, I can't argue with this. Yeah, AbFab's genius. Fabulous. Amazing. And it was the first sighting of I've I've just Shiko Sato uh Nakoromori, who is a Japanese but basically lives in England, right? She's basically British as far as I'm concerned. Grown up in England all of her life. Mm-hmm. Um she was to Shiko Sato in Torchwood, and this is her first big role, really. And she's brilliant comic actress. Okay. Uh, yeah, and she was also Yoko Ono with the night uh, Christopher Eccleston in um, the Lennon documentary, which is really weird. Cool. She, she it was a really underrated one. I don't think anyone talks about that anymore, actually, because Christopher Christopher Eccleston's brilliant, and so. But you know the Doctor Who joke is the night Doctor's all naked with the Shika Sato. Yeah, I'm going to move on. Um, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Vicar yeah. Dib- I always find a fucking way to get it in. The Vicar of Dibley. Classic. Yes. Uh, it's got to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lenny Henry's former fuck stick is brilliant. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> you know, she's a comedian in her own right, right? Yeah, oh I know. Dora French is one of the most amazing comic <laughs> actresses of all time. I'm moving on. Um, no, but like, one of these days, this is going to come back to bite me on the ass. Um, <laughs> freedom of speech. Um, no, Dawn French is amazing. I, know, I, I, I was just joking there. Man. What was that Dawn no, French? No, no, no. We know, we know you were joking. Yeah, we know, we know. No, she's a brilliant comedic actress. Um, she's just brilliant. She's the star of this, this show. It's about a vicar in somewhere in the Norfolk. Yeah. Am it's I even... hard to know where it is, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, the, the characters are lovely. I love all the neighbours. Um, and Alice, who sadly the actress is no longer with us, is just brilliant. Some of the I died of a brain hemorrhage, didn't she? Yeah, but it's brilliant and it's beautiful. It's a good show. Go watch it. The two Christmas specials are some of the best Christmas specials you ever see. And it is basically appointment television at Christmas. It will always have the Christmas specials on. Every year, like clockwork, it's brilliant. Go watch it. The day today. Now I don't know what this one is. The day today. I think I actually spoke about this. We've done it's... fifty-five of these fucking episodes. I cannot remember everything you say. So the, would you like day, to remind the day, us? The day today is 
like um it's like the mash report it's um from but from the 90s it's a a mock kind of tv news report type thing mm. brass was on the one. Yes. yeah it was on at the same time as brass Eye. it was around the same time same people doing working on it as well oh i think i remember something about bomb dogs being Possibly, in the yeah. IRA, and it was yeah, really yeah. funny Ah, okay, fair play. Um, you'll be glad to know that Father Ted is on this list, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, of course, Father Ted. Fucking hell. <laughs> I'm Alan Partridge again. We're not arguing with that one. No, no, I'll give you that. But he's just brilliant. I just fucking love Alan Partridge. It's Steve uncomfortable Coogan. to watch sometimes, but it's brilliant. Steve Coogan is that guy who picks his roles really well. I I were, I do want to bring up the thing with um, Rob Rob Brynan one day. The, well, the trip. The trip. That is yeah, something I need to talk about. My wife doesn't get it, but I've got it. It's funny. She went, why is it funny? It's two men eating. Food. <laughs> I was like, no, it's funny. It's just their conversation. She didn't understand why they were doing Sean Connery impressions. Yeah. It's just the type of stuff that you would have a chat with you mate down the pub. Absolute bollocks. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, the trip better be on her, actually. Otherwise, I'm going to throw something. Spaced. Now. Great show. Okay, Spaced. I want Legendary to do a Space show. I think we should do a Space special this year. How does Dan feel about Spaced? I believe Dan is a fan. That's due on them. Because it's the show that I still... I have very few DVDs now. But I still have the special edition. That show was mad. Because it's got the <laughs> documentary on it where they get them all back. Um, wow. Obviously, um, if you're an American viewer, you know Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Edgar Wright. Um, even a lot of the actors in this show have appeared as cameos in the other films that they've done together. Um, Brian the artist I can't think of the actor's name but he was like for example the bartender one of the bartenders in the world's end yeah it's got a big cheer when we saw him um, Daisy um, she has been in Shaun of the Dead as one of the group going past yeah yeah I can't think if any of the others have but it's really good and it will not do a third season ever I, I love that they've decided not to bring it back ever which is great. Yeah. As you can't fuck with this show. It's so... Right, it's near perfect. I mean, Ed Wright's my favourite director in terms of visual. Baby Driver I watched the other day, actually. Really good film. Fair like, enough. Ed Wright has not made a bad movie yet. Oof, that's a statement, but I'm not going to argue with it. It's always fun to watch, though. I don't think I can go at him. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of is the finest achievement of his career. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of the most insanely, stupidly brilliant films. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim is epic. Troy, <laughs> how many times did I show you that movie to you? A lot. A lot. And let's, just I, say, let's just say that a lot. I went, I think, I think, um, I show, I watched the movie, read all the books, and then I must have, for the next five months, showed the film to a different person every day. <laughs> you know, but to be honest, my favorite, what's my favorite Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright movie? My favorite Edgar Wright movie is Hot Fuzz. See, but that's, that's the good thing <laughs> about Edgar Wright movies. You, you can make a, an argument for Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> that's my Hot Fuzz you know is my favorite. Just for jokes and just Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I prefer Hot Fuzz to Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? You know what? I even got the glasses as well. I went to like a premiere of it when it came out. 
I got the, still got the glasses. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. But Scott Pilgrim is most probably the most perfect movie I've ever seen for some reason. I just can't. It shouldn't it's... be, but it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Just because they just go with it, they know they're breaking the fourth wall every which way, and they just get on with it. Even the vegan police is just funny. I don't know why that bit makes me laugh so much. It's just funny. Vegan police, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, go watch Scott Pilgrim if you haven't, because it has become a cult, cult, cult classic. It, no, it's one of the movies that was low key, but it was just so good. It came out the same year as Kick Ass, and I remember that was a time when Marvel and DC movies were shit. No, you're not listening. I said when Kick Ass and Scott Pilgrim came yeah, out, they weren't deep yeah. Marvel or DC superheroes. Those films were bad. Those two films came out the same year. They both were brilliant. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. Don't oh, I, I agree with that statement. I, I even like Kick Ass 2, and not a lot of people like Kick Ass 2. I love Jim Carrey in that. There we go. I, I love Jim Carrey in that as well, yeah. Yeah, almost forgot because me and my little sister, me and my little sister, yeah, we went to um to the premiere of Scott Pilgrim as well. So yeah, technically, flip, we went everywhere. Yeah, it's all the Edgar Wright stuff. So yeah, we went to the premiere of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, we saw um Simon Pegg. Yeah, that guy was he's a nice guy, man. Simon Pegg, really nice. I've met him in Soho five times. Nice guy, so good. Man. He's, 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 he's a good guy, good guy. He lives in fucking Soho, I think, because he yeah, he's, he's always, he's always down there. He knows me as Ben. <laughs> It's the weirdest thing. I'm on first name terms with Simon Pegg. I've bumped into him <laughs> five different times over the last... Like, Simon! Simon! So, hi, Simon. Oh, hi. Literally, my wife has met him very briefly. The last time I saw him was, like, 2017. My wife at the time was my girlfriend. Yeah. We were walking down Soho, and you just see Simon Pegg coming for you. Oh, hi, Ben. Hi. Hello. How are you? And my wife's like, what the fuck is happening here? I'm just like, oh, yeah, I kind of know Simon Pegg a little bit. <laughs> She's like, how nice. does this fucking work? We bump into each other in Soho. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, like, he's never going to listen to this, but I, Tom Pegg's awesome. Um, we're not friends, but hey, it's cool when somebody famous just knows you by your face. <laughs> yeah. Black Books. Great show. Black Books. We could do another special on this. We could, easily. Because I know Dan is a fan. That mm, books endlessly be quotable. Endlessly Copland. Well, this is a good list. Copling is on the list. Good. Ah, uh, yes, Copland. Yeah. Third time we've talked about this show now, and I could definitely. Do... flipping great show. Yeah. I'm really happy that the American that whoever did this list obviously knows their British comedy. Actually knows so their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna shout out the name. The Office. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, it's another show like Blackadder. I can see it's good. I need to keep. I need to watch it again. I think now I'm older and my comic tastes have changed. I think I'm going to find it very, 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 very funny now. When I was younger, I didn't get it, no but fairness. I definitely found Rick, Ricky Gervais was brilliant, and I did find it funny. But you know, when you grow up, your your tastes change. I think I would really like The Office now. Yeah, I was always a Ricky Gervais guy, but I just never got into The Office, which is really weird. I, I to watch the Office. It was ahead there. of its time. Yeah, I love oh. and hate The Office. It's one of the most painful shows to watch, but it's genius. <laughs> um, talking of painful, Peep Show again, can't argue with Great that. Great show, but unbelievably uncomfortable. 
<laughs> I, I I've just watched because I'm doing a podcast. Well, I'm listening to a podcast, um, and uh, it's the Christmas special, the only one he ever did, where Marks decided to shred the Christmas dinner in the uh, shredder from that his dad or something. I can't remember it, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's the beauty of Peep Show. It's just so fucking stupid. Brilliant. Peep Show is so so weird, but I love it though. Now this next one. Uh, I, I, hmm, Little Britain, like, hmm, a lot of the the problem with Little Britain is it's very problematic now. It hasn't aged very well. The joke. Yeah, at the time it was bloody hilarious. Little <laughs> Britain was the show. So Matt, Matt, Matt Damon. Who's Matt Damon? Ben. Um, not Matt. Matt Lucas and David Williams. I nearly said for some reason Matt Damon and the other one from Ben Affleck. Yeah, So Matt Lucas. And David Williams are very good comedic writers. Yes. But I do... The other stuff, they're very careful. But there are so many jokes here that you wouldn't be able to repeat this show now on TV because it's not aged so well. I'm I'm just going to... It's It was good for its time, but I look at it now and I cringe at liking this show. Now I wouldn't associate. But you did like it at the time. That's the. Yeah, but now I would be like, oh, because I've matured a lot. Yeah, but now they wouldn't release that show. Yeah, yeah they couldn't release that now. Rightfully so, maybe. I don't know if we can recommend that one, but it maybe should be on this this list. Mm, I think maybe not. Because I don't think we want to remember that show. But okay, the Mighty Boosh. Now I've never seen this, so what is? The <laughs> Fucking weird. I saw it a couple of times and I was like, what the hell am I watching? Noel Fielding. Okay, I'm watching this. Yeah, this is the thing that made Noel Fielding's name. <laughs> cool. Okay. I'll put that on. And the... yes, no, and Noel Fielding was reasonably calm in this thing. Okay. He was, he, he was the less insane member of the group. <laughs> Lovely. So, okay, the thick of it. Fucking wow. brilliant yeah. show. This is the doctor that I wanted. I thought I, I've seen some great YouTube clips of when Peter Capaldi was announced, uh, Daleks, and just go, oh, fuck off. Like, you know, the doctor was going to be a sweary doctor. That was funny. Yeah. You remember the question? You wished it was going to happen, but it didn't. <laughs> no, but like, Matt, Peter Capaldi, uh, in any role he's in, uh, Skins, Doctor Who, um, he. Elevates any script he's given, and but this show is fantastic anyway, so he doesn't need to. But he's surrounded by all star cast, um, it's just brilliant. But he makes that show. I love the bit where he gets on the American, he just rips him. There's what I can't remember it now. That's the film that's um, in the loop. That's the film, but it's brilliant. He just goes into an American and it's savage. Yeah, I mean, I I was saying this to somebody the other day. I love the fact that that show managed to get a word into the dictionary, which is omnishambles. Omnishambles. Oh yeah, fuckity bye bye, fuckity bye. bye. Christ on a bendy bus, will you stop being such a fucking faff ass? <laughs> <laughs> the IT crowd, which is another show that I would like to do a special on. IT crowd. Yeah, one of my favourites. Yeah. Because I think we might end up doing specials on British TV shows, comedies this year. 
Possibly. <laughs> like, well, at this point, we all worship um, Graham Landon. Well, yeah, the IT crowd and, and Father Ted are Black two books. amazing things. Fucking, just he's got a hit rate, which is disgusting. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, undeniably. He's a great writer. I just love him. He always nails it, and he doesn't overstay his welcome. He knows when to cut a show. Yeah. They could have done so many seasons of IT Crowd. It was popular. But he decided to stop after five, yeah, five episodes, five yeah. seasons. Like, I always not... wonder whether Father Ted might have come back if it, if it hadn't been for the death of uh, Dermot. But, you know. Okay. So, Gavin Stacey, very popular. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but I can understand and respect yeah. and see why it's so popular. I, I think it I think they're maybe doing the most important 25, maybe. I, this list seems to be the most cultural ones, the important okay. ones. And you cannot argue that Gavin Stacey doesn't deserve to be in this field. I, I'm not arguing it. I'm just saying it's not really my thing. If Red yeah. Dwarf is not on this list, then I would take this one off. Yes. Sorry. I'm totally with you on that. Dinner Ladies is not on here yet. No, uh, we're, we're quite. I'm a bit worried now because certain shows haven't turned up yet. Men behaving badly is not on here. Blackadder. Well, what what is what is on it? Let's let's talk about what we've actually got. Yeah. Gavin <laughs> Stacey. It's not bad. I've seen worse, and Rob Brydon's always worth a watch. Mm-hmm. The Inbetweeners. Well, I can't fault this. You can't fault the Inbetweeners. It's perfect. They've even managed to do two movies, and still it wasn't too much. That's incredible. Well done. <laughs> like, brilliant. Well done. Because, like, sometimes it doesn't translate so well to a movie. Bad Education managed it quite well with Jack Whitehall. Um, but British comedy doesn't always translate well to the big screen. So, good job, In Between Us. In Between Us. Fresh Meat. I wouldn't put Fresh Meat on this list. Ooh, it's good, but it's coming from the guys who write Peep Show. It's a bit of a disappointment for me because I thought. This yeah, was no, I'm with you. And it's got a great cast. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's enjoyable. But it's not. My wife was very surprised because she's a Jack Whitehall fan. The Scottish guy's really funny. Um, basically, um, the cast are amazing. Charlotte. Richer is on this as well. She's gone to ghosts and stuff. It's just a good cast, but it's ridiculously and it's got one of the guys from the Inbetweeners in it as well. Like the funny one, Simon. Um, it's good. I, I love this show. I just don't know why. My wife said, Why is it not good? Because she likes the Inbetweeners, she likes Jack Whitehall, you know, she loves most of these actors. Yeah, I, I mean, it's okay, but uh, it's it's fine. I don't know. All right. Um, Fleabag. Yeah. 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 Classic. Andrew Martin. Yeah, that's that's the list. So no Red Dwarf. No Red Dwarf or Men Behaving Badly. Both of those should be on there, undoubtedly. Dinner Ladies as well, please. Be having that. The Young Ones aren't on there. All right. The Young Ones, don't get me wrong, I love. Yeah. But it's not aged well. I remember it was crazy. It was a massive. It was massively influential for, at its moment. At the moment it came out. But you think it's got bettered everywhere? Well, no, it, has, it just hasn't aged well. 
it because it was the whole point of it was it was always like punk rock comedy. So the things it's it references very specific things yeah. and a very specific time. It's anti Thatcher. It's anti. It's things that aren't there at the moment that it's anti. So it's aged because of well, that. I think if you look at Boris Johnson, he's doing his best to be a Thatcherite right now. Um, Bastard. Um, oh God, Boris Johnson got drop kicked again this week. Um, so well, Boris Johnson's a douchebag. What can you say? I'd rather have Maggie Thatcher back. Um. Actually, no. Maggie Thatcher was worse somehow. No, she wasn't. But I still wouldn't want. Oh, you know, Boris Johnson is the worst thing that has happened to this country ever. And we didn't even vote the bastard in. Anyway, let's get off political. Um, Let's let's not stay on this. Yeah. No, but I think most of the country would agree with us at this point. I think it's safe to say (laughs) he's, he's he's had a shitter. Um. So, what would you take off? Because most of this, I can't get rid of i'd take off fresh meat and maybe little britain mm. you have to no little britain was so powerful about the time little britain needs to come off though because it's I would, also, I would i would also argue and it's a question about timings because this is since 40 towers right yes because i think porridge came after 40 towers and i still believe that to be one of the finest british yeah. comedies ever written porridge, porridge deserves to be on here i think Maybe men behaving badly. Um, they've got all the big hitters pretty much. Um, I can't. They got Copland on here, so that just that is a round of applause already because not enough people talk about Copland. But Red Dwarf, no Red Dwarf, really? Yeah, I'm a bit surprised at that. Um, well, at least you know, Birds of a Feather wasn't on here at least, or. I, I could never find why people thought that show was funny. <sighs> I didn't mind it, but I was never like a big fan. It was okay. It was, show, it was gentle. Show. It was gentle. But it just didn't make me laugh. I smiled at it, which is okay. But well, this is okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Cody. That was a fun <laughs> thing. Because I brought it up because... Dan's not here, so I knew that we could discuss it in depth a bit without going too long. So I've held on to that for a couple of weeks, that list. So sorry, Cody, I just wanted to save it for when we're down to three. He sent it um, back in March. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry, Ben, just as a point, Porridge was actually before Forty Towers. So, so would that would be why it wouldn't be on that list, which is fair play. But, so... Um, the name is Devon Einger. Big, you got most of that right. There's only one or two I would take off of that list. And normally, when we do, you remember when we first did Syndrome? There was that big IGN one, and we went through that. Oh God! Yeah. The fucking were... Golden Girls was in that list. Yeah, it was an awful fucking list. <laughs> I mean, we went. I mean, I think we made up. It was like a nearly two-hour episode. That was a marathon one. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it for today. Unless we've got any other business that we need to be attending to. Oh yes, um, next week is our anime is our Japanese special. It most probably will turn into an anime special. Um, I don't mind. That is allowed. Um, I'm now going to because we got. Um, I've got good news for you. Alex is back. Alex has decided she's given her some Japanese shows. 
So I'm interested to see what she picks. I'm going to pick what she doesn't pick. So I'm going to let her go first. I'm going to be sneaky. Um, but I'm really excited for next week because we're doing a Japanese special. And we will be joined by Alex um, Indigo, who is um, a guy that I'm a big fan of. His channel is maybe Troy will know this Backlog Battle. Backlog Battle. Got ya, got ya. Um, Backlog Battle YouTube channel. Um, he is a reviewer of Japanese RPGs. And we're going to have to call Alex Alexandra next week so that we don't get mixed up who's who. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm very excited. So he's going to join us very kindly. It's, it's really cool to have him on. And we're going to be doing a Japanese special next week. And then we will go from there. Fun times. Yeah, we're sorry about smug mode missing again this week. Um, we are trying to get our houses in order at the moment. So, yeah, we've recorded it. Yeah, it just didn't make it onto the show. So next week it will definitely be up and we will be up and running again, people. We will be recording <laughs> some more at the weekend, hopefully, or Monday. We're trying to get more Season 7 done so that we're ahead. Um, yeah. yeah, we apologise. It's just been difficult. It's always hard to get all four of us in the same spot. Smug and also, there. Chloe and Nett has kind of sapped our energy for season seven. Yeah, but I think we'll be more... Po- the, the recording um, that we did for it was really we good. We are being more positive, yes. We are being very positive yeah, about it. We're trying not to be... I think that's why we've turned it around, and I think that means we'll be in a point to keep recording it again. Yeah. I think because I think I, have... I think we needed that recording we did the other day where we actually weren't shitting on her constantly. No, because <laughs> we've grown up a bit and realised actually she's not half bad. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos, and she's got a nice ass. Right. So thank no. you for that, Ben. No, no, it's fine. No, it's cool. No, she's a very good. She's a very fine oh, actress. No, but it's done with tongue in cheek. It's fine. I can get away with that. Right. So. My wife is also not here. <laughs> All right. So, um, if they want to talk to us, um, what's your name? Tom. Yeah, that's it. Um, where where do they email us? I'm now on strike for you forgetting my name. What to you for 18 months? I can't remember your name. What, what's going on? Yeah, what is his name? Um, <laughs> Tom. <laughs> oh, God. Damn, he's on straight now. <laughs> okay, so square eyes syndrome twenty twenty at gmail.com. Man, we can't this is gonna be mental. This is this strike thing <laughs> is happening too much. You brought it on yourself, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the uh just checking some which voice sent me. Sorry about that. Right. So uh we'll be back next week with the Japanese special. That was a quick sneak peek of the happy clappy uh house of animation um Music, so yeah, yeah, that Troy actually fix. Well done, dude. Um, yes, that's what I do. It'll be Toy Story. The first one up is Toy Story. (laughs) Nice. Well, we make the assertion that actually Woody and Captain Buzz Lightyear are actually Captain America and Iron Man. They never quite get on. It's a great. It's a great observation. Yeah. Um, I'm glad when I said that I was, I was, so, I was so happy for myself when I said that <laughs> I, th- I think I've spoken to you guys about this off air but I will say it on air even though we have no connection with this YouTube channel 
Go and have a look at Super Carlin Brothers Pixar theory. Okay. Yeah. It's an it's a like an interconnected theory of all the Pixar films. Oh, nice. And it's amazing. It's the Super Super Carlin Brothers. Uh, their their thing they 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 do lots of stuff, but their thing is like Pixar and Harry Potter are their two big things. And um, yeah, they're fucking awesome. They're twin brothers. They're brilliant. Um, do shitloads of good theory stuff. But they've got an entire like the entire line of Pixar that all of it is carefully interconnected. And it's really good. It's okay. fun to pretend it is. I think that's a well, lot it's the of thing that I think it's actually been accepted that this might be true. That's pretty cool. Then. Like Pixar, I think Pixar have actually gone. You know what? They're right. So it's like when they did that with the Legend of Zelda. They actually made the effort, and then Nintendo went, "Yeah, all right then, cool." Yeah. So, but I mean, it's it's a it's about an hours long theory video, but totally worth it if you're yeah, a fan of Pixar. Go and watch it because it will give you some interesting ideas. Okay, so that's a free plug for them. <laughs> again, Cody. Thank you to all the support. We're going to shut this podcast down because it's now only an hour and a half long. And I Jesus. Think, yeah, it's our longest one for a while. Yeah, and we didn't have Dan, my God. Fuck, I thought it would be shorter without Dan. <laughs> Dan won't kill me yeah. for saying that. Uh, but, but Yeah, because Dan normally does a really... We normally do the short ones. Dan does his... Yeah, Dan, Dan's Dan, our in-depth man. Dan yeah. is the stats man. Dan is the poet of this podcast. And we've gone longer without him. I don't know how that fucking happened. Right. Yeah, well, somebody sent us a list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did it. Anyway, let, let's wrap it up, man. Let's wrap yeah, it up. Dan <laughs> says goodbye for me. Goodbye for me. Goodbye for me. Yeah, well done, Troy. You actually managed to fix it. Yeah. Nicely done. Brilliant. Right. Now, fuck off. Get out of here. <laughs>